Welcome to the Rerooted and Thriving Podcast, the podcast where we remind you to reroute yourself in your natural skills and talents so that you can thrive in your leadership. We believe that each of you has leadership ability, and this is the podcast to show you just how to use it. I'm Dr. Tamara Wilkerson Dias, occasional runner, book lover, and your podcast host. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Rerooted and Thriving Podcast. I'm so excited that you're back, you're here, and that you've joined me for yet another conversation as we explore all things sustainability in leadership. So today I want to share, um, this, this week's episode is going to come from a space of reflection for me. Um, So just this past weekend, I had the honor of working with one of my coaches. So I have several coaches that I work with from a business perspective, and I had the opportunity to work with this coach and take new headshots. I'm planning on updating my website, updating the podcast graphics. And so I had the chance to coordinate with my coach and plan a full kind of branding photo shoot. Well, like many people over the past couple of years, probably the past two years, I put on a few pounds during the pandemic, shifting to work from home two years ago, going through kind of the stress and anxiety of wearing masks, worrying about being sick, having to be in person, like so many things that I'm sure all of you all listening to this episode have dealt with and have struggled with being away from family, being away from friends, struggling with not feeling connected, all of that. I put on, you know, a handful of pounds over the past couple of years and put on some weight since the last time I took photos, headshots and all of that. And so prior to this photo shoot happening, I was feeling extremely insecure, extremely worried. What are people going to think? Are these photos going to look ugly? I felt myself going into a space of just criticizing every aspect of my body, of who I was. I was feeling like I wasn't enough. And I, I mean, all of the negative voices that I think we hear that can be critical and tell us that we're not good enough is exactly what I was feeling and going through. And it took everything in me to not cancel the entire photo shoot altogether. I found myself the week before just feeling like I'm going to cancel it. I'm not even going to do it because I just felt like I wasn't good enough. And somewhere along that week, as we got closer to the weekend, I really began to tell myself that I deserve to embrace myself and appreciate who I was at this very moment. And the thing that I told myself was that I'm not going to wait on my weight, you know, like I'm not going to wait on myself to get to a specific weight or specific size to appreciate who I am because I can appreciate who I am right here. And I I don't want to keep thinking, you know, I'll care about myself. I'll love myself more. I'll, you know, feel prettier or I'll feel more capable or confident when I get there. But until I get there, I'm just going to beat myself up. Um, Because if one thing that COVID and the pandemic taught me, and I think taught many of us, is that tomorrow isn't promised. So if we are taking every day, waiting on the next day to live and to enjoy who we are and where we are, 
we're going to miss out on so much. If we're waiting until the next season to embrace life or to appreciate life, next season might not ever come. And we're waiting and wasting time instead of enjoying the present and enjoying what's right in front of us. And so I told myself, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. And it may be a little uncomfortable at first, but I deserve to appreciate who I am at this very moment, who I am in this space. And I'm going to embrace all of me because I'm here. I'm thankful. I'm blessed that I've made it this far, that I've made it to 2022 when so many people didn't. And I'm going to be grateful for that instead of using this as an opportunity to pick myself apart and find all the things that I don't like about myself. And this led me to realize that this applies to more than just our physical appearance, because how many times do we as directors, managers, leaders pick ourselves apart? We pick our leadership style apart. We make a mistake and we go over it dozens of times. And all we do is criticize ourselves. We forget the positive feedback that we've been given and we focus on the one or two comments that were given to us that weren't positive, that may have been critical, that may have been just negative and have hurt our spirits or have made us question ourselves and question who we are. We stay focused on that instead of embracing the positive aspects of who we are. We don't look at the progress we made. We don't look at the achievements we've made. Instead, we sink further into a space of criticism and we only think I'm not good enough. I could be more. I wish I was more like that leader. I wish I had the confidence of that person. I wish I had the ability to command a room like the person across from me. I wish that I had, you know, the team like that person over there because it seems like their team just does so much more. And so all we do is focus on that negative and all it does is steal any hope we have of being grateful of where we are in the moment. Because think about it. All of the time that we spend in that negativity, spiraling in that negativity, it clouds our ability to actually see the good in anything in front of us. That week leading up to those photos, when all I did was sit and pick apart how much smaller I could be. Oh, if you were this size, this dress would look better on you. You could wear those pants if you just lost 10 pounds. It robbed me of actually, one, finding clothes that I enjoyed and appreciating who I was in that moment. So I spent so much time spiraling in the, well, if I was this size, I'd be happier. So I'm just going to be angry or I'm going to be upset or I'm going to shame myself. We do the same thing every day in our in, in the workplace. Instead of trying to find those bright spots and those moments of positivity, we can get sucked into that negative spiral and just sit there and wait and think, well, because this this space, this this environment, this season is so negative or because there have been negative parts, instead of trying to find the positive, I'm just going to sit in the negative and stay there. And that is so uncomfortable. <laughs> and I think, again, it it doesn't give us any space to actually try to find the moments of positivity, to try to find the moments of hope. I think back to some of my most difficult workplace environments, some of the biggest challenges that I've had as a leader and as someone who maybe was an employee working on a team, not fully in a leadership space. And even in those most difficult times, I can... I can tell you something positive about it, whether it was 
you know, I didn't necessarily get along with my supervisor, but man, I had some great teammates. I had some supportive, encouraging teammates who gave me words of affirmation, who encouraged me, who empowered me. Maybe it was, I really didn't like my salary at the time. You know, I wasn't being paid what I, what I felt like I deserved to be paid, but I had lots of flexibility at that time. You know, when I needed to leave work early for a doctor's appointment, there wasn't anybody kind of breathing down my neck saying, you need to take off that one hour early that you're leaving. I had a lot of flexibility. So even in my most difficult times, I can reflect now and think there were some bright spots. There was, whether it came in the form of experiences or people or opportunities, even in the most painful times, I had positive moments. So today on the podcast, I want to spend the rest of this episode really unpacking how we can embrace the seasons that we're in, especially the ones that might not be the seasons we would pick, whether that's a season of us feeling like we we didn't get a promotion that we wanted to get. Maybe we're going after a leadership role and it's proving to be more difficult than we thought. Maybe we're currently in a leadership role and we're having some difficulties with the team or with our colleagues. And it is really hard to be in this space and in this season. As someone who has had multiple tough seasons in leadership, I'm reflecting and sharing some thoughts that I think could have been helpful for me during that time. Before I share them, I want to say that as I'm sharing these, I don't want to discredit that difficult seasons are hard and they take a lot out of you. So I don't want you to think, oh, she's sharing these and how am I supposed to use them if I'm just so frustrated and annoyed? I want to acknowledge that you may be frustrated and you may be annoyed. And that is understandable because I have been there. Now, as someone who's kind of on the other side of a challenging season, I'm looking back thinking, man, I'm really thankful that I tapped into this, or I'm really thankful that I told myself this just to push through and just to get to the other side of things. So that's what I'm sharing and reflecting on today. The first thing that I want you to do um, is consider how you might be growing during this time. I think every difficult season that I have gone through, I've been able to learn something about myself, not necessarily in the moment, but after it's over, I can look back and see the ways that I have grown and seen the ways that that season has shaped me and allowed me to learn something about myself. I can give lots of examples, but I specifically think about a time where I was leading and I had a couple of of colleagues, team members that I was supervising and supervising this group was extremely difficult. I, I tried to set explicit expectations and communicate what I needed up front, what projects needed to be completed. And it seemed like the more I communicated, the less these folks did. And I remember thinking, I'm trying everything that I could possibly do to be successful, to help you be successful, and I'm getting nowhere. And that was really a season of me learning how to work with people from different backgrounds who have different personalities, who have different work styles, and ultimately learning to lead people who may not necessarily be a good fit for the role that they're in because they're not meeting expectations. So in that season, I learned a little bit about how we have to have difficult conversations and nobody likes to have difficult conversations. They can be so awkward and uncomfortable, (laughs) but I needed to go through that season to learn how to do that, to learn that Yeah, as a leader, you're not always going to work with people. You're not always going to supervise people 
who you have great relationships with, who love your ideas, who support your vision, you're going to get pushback sometimes. You're going to get people who are consistently late to work. You're going to get people who you give a deadline to, they ignore the deadline and they ignore all the communications leading up to the deadline. You're going to get people where you give them chance after chance after chance. And then you have to have the uncomfortable conversation of, I'm not sure that this organization or this position is a good fit for you. And that's not comfortable. But for me as a leader, as I was navigating that difficult season, I remember just being like, why am I going through this? Why do, why am I trying really, really hard to make this work? I just hate this. I don't want to even do this anymore. I don't even want to lead anymore. I'd rather go back to working, you know, at an entry level. So I don't have to work with people and supervise them and help. Like, I just felt so frustrated looking back on that season. I can see how it was growing me and how I was in that space, learning more about myself. So if you find yourself right now in the midst of, a space where you're like, I hate this. I really don't want to be here right now. I want you to ask yourself, how are you growing right now? And what are you learning about yourself as you're navigating this? And it's not comfortable. Growth isn't comfortable. It's really hard. It it can make you question if you're good enough, if you're qualified. But really, when we lean into it, it's almost like exercise. As somebody who is a three-time, three, three-time half marathoner, I can tell you that every time I've trained, I've learned something about myself and I've grown each time. It's been uncomfortable. It's been challenging. I had to create new habits. I had to create new systems, but every single time I learned something new about myself. So I really want you to ask yourself how you're growing during this season. The second thing that I want you to do is to embrace your imperfections. And when I think about the photo shoot and me wanting to cancel it, for me, it was, I felt like I was, it was because I wasn't happy with who I was, but it was also because I felt like I was trying really hard to be something other than who I was in within that specific frame of that photo shoot. So I felt like I had to look a certain way. And when I really leaned into the fact of, you're right. I put on a couple pounds during the pandemic. I'm not really where I wanted to be. And that's okay because I'm making progress and I'm getting better. Once I was able to really acknowledge that and embrace, I'm not perfect, but I'm me and I'm getting better and I'm making progress. That allowed me to really accept myself even more. And in leadership, how often do we embrace our imperfections? Now, this doesn't mean that You look at areas where you need to grow or maybe, you know, areas where you have a quote unquote weakness and you're just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not good at that. But whatever. Who cares? I'm not perfect. So I'm not going to get better. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am I am saying is that you drop this the need to work from a perspective of perfectionism and you understand that you are human, you are flawed and that you are not going to get it right all the time. You are going to make mistakes. Sometimes you're going to say the wrong thing. Sometimes you're going to say the right thing, but you can't be perfect. It's impossible. And I think the moment that we start to accept that and embrace that, the more that it opens us up to really under, to really get the most out of whatever season we're in. Because I know that I don't expect perfection from myself. So if I stumble through some things, that's okay. I don't have to be perfect, but I can be honest. I can be transparent. I've done a couple podcast episodes already. Um, where I've talked about the importance of vulnerability, the importance of transparency, 
along the lines of people relate to us more and connect to us more when we are honest, when we are transparent, when they know that we make mistakes too. And as a leader, I found some of my most impactful moments of connections with my teammates and colleagues were the times where I wasn't afraid to admit that I made a mistake, that I messed up, and that I was trying to make it better. So really, during that difficult season, ask yourself, am I still trying hard to be perfect right now? Or am I okay understanding that I'm not perfect, that this is really hard for me, that I may stumble a little, a little bit, but I'm still moving forward? Even if it's just, you know, one centimeter, one millimeter a day, I'm just trying to keep moving forward and keep my head up. That That's important and that matters. The third thing that I want you to consider is how can this difficult season for you help someone else in their difficult season? And I'm a firm believer in our tests and our trials becoming our testimonies down the line. So often we don't realize that in the moment, the very thing that we're struggling with, someone else could be struggling with in the next few weeks, the next few months, or the next few years. And our ability to navigate a difficult season, to learn from it, to grow through it, can be impactful for someone else. When I first became a C-suite executive, I remember connecting with another executive who had been in her position for nine years. And I remember just telling her about my frustrations and kind of saying like, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. This is really hard and I'm really scared. And her sharing her own experiences of struggling, of trying to adjust, trying to build relationships, juggling multiple people's ideas and personalities and and ways of living and ways of doing in the workplace. When she shared those struggles with me, I remember feeling like, man, I'm not alone. Someone else out there is going through the same thing. And so oftentimes as leaders, I talk about how leadership can be lonely and we feel like we're on an island, but we don't have to be because the very things that we're struggling with and trying to navigate can help someone else. They can support someone else in a difficult season. And that's one reason why I I asked myself and I shared earlier in this episode, you know, what can you learn about yourself during this season? Because the very thing that you learn about yourself, you could be sharing with someone a year from now or two years from now, just in conversation. You know, I had a really difficult time in the workplace where, you know, I I was struggling with a, a colleague or a teammate, or I had this time where I was applying for promotion almost every single week or every single month and I was getting nowhere. And you're going to be able to look back on that experience and pull from that experience and help someone else navigate their difficult season. So never discredit that while this may be hard for you, on the other side, you're going to learn a lot, but also you'll be able to share that lesson. You'll be able to share what you've learned with someone else and reach back to them. All right. That's going to bring this week's episode to a close. And as usual, I have a pearl of wisdom for you. This week's Pearl of Wisdom comes from the amazing Nikki Giovanni, who I absolutely love. She's so gifted and so talented. So when I read this quote from her, I just knew it would be perfect to sum up this episode. And she says, a lot of people resist transition and therefore never allow themselves to enjoy who they are. Embrace the change no matter when it is. Once you do, you can learn about the new world you're in and take advantage of it. And this stuck out to me because I know that during the pandemic, we heard so many people say, I can't wait until things get back to normal or get back to where they were. 
And I remember feeling like, well, what if things never go back to 100% where they were? How can I embrace this new world and this new opportunity? How this pandemic has changed me and my outlook. How can I take that and use it for good? So I encourage you to do, as Miss Nikki Giovanni said, embrace the change, embrace what you can learn about this new opportunity, this season that you're in, and use it for the good. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you right back here, same time next week. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Rerooted and Thriving podcast. Please remember, if you haven't, there's no better time than right now to book a one-on-one power hour session with me. I know you have those goals set. I know you're thinking about what you want to tackle in 2022. Don't do it alone. Book a one-on-one session with me on my website, www.tamradias.com or send me a message on Instagram or Twitter at Dr. Tamara W. Dias and I will make sure you get all set up. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. I'd love to work with you. I'll see you right back here on the podcast next week.